0: Is it. I don't remember. It's been so long. I think I remember how to start. Well, this is episode 337. After two weeks off, we're back. Episode 337, No Laugh Track podcast. Justin Severson, I am here at Acme because it's Acme's podcast. I'm here with my guest, Anthony DeVito. Second time here on the podcast for Anthony. Thank you for uh, coming over today. Of course, man. Yeah, last time was a great time. That was uh, September... 2017 Yeah um, Great memory mm-hmm. Wow Well, yep Because I looked it up And then wrote it down So yeah, All thank right. you Thank you very much <laughs> Episode 265 to be precise I listen back to it Because that's what I do a lot When I'm about to Talk to somebody again I listen back to sure. it Sure And uh, I give it a minus No, it was great It was a great episode <laughs> What's the scale? <laughs> uh, we go from A plus To A minus Oh, oh So you gave it an A minus <laughs> Or you just gave it A minus <laughs> Wait a minute That makes no sense uh, uh, so let's see that that week I was just about to go on a trip to Denver, which turned out to be that's right fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I haven't been back since. For that trip was incredible. Uh, and you, uh, let's see, it was your album had been out for a while. We talked about you doing Colbert, mm-hmm. and what I follow up thing I want to talk to you about first thing here is one of the things you said at that point is uh, that you had not watched back either your half hour on Comedy Central or (laughs) your appearance on Colbert? Have you watched either since then (laughs) a year and a half later? Yeah, I've had to
1: for uh, reasons of um, either putting parts of the Colbert clip up somewhere else okay so i've had to uh suffer through that the colbert one it didn't really bother me that much Good. i was actually i think enough time had passed and i've never looked at the youtube comments okay so okay. i i was pleasantly surprised by the colbert set the half hour on the other hand it's still unbearable no to me still a half yeah. hour too long for it's, you Yeah, it's 20 minutes too long <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that one I've, ha- I've had to use jokes from it just to post on instagram so i've had to but that's a it's a rough one because the the crab was a little tight in general and then just visually watching it, I look greasy. What I don't don't know what it is and maybe it's a thing where when you you know you see stuff in yourself that other people clearly aren't seeing but I just I can't get out of my head how much I look like Gary Delabate from the Howard Stern show (laughs) on the half hour for some reason (laughs) I don't think I look like him ever but in the half hour I'm like I'm a spitting image of Baba Booey Booey! for 20 minutes on Comedy (laughs) Central and I just look so greasy the Um, least
0: someone could have done is yelled that out during your set yeah I mean I really look like a child it's insane um now you're making me think that you actually did read the comments and that was number one (laughs) no i didn't i this greasy good gary i don't even know
1: if that's in there i'm sure it is i was harsher on myself than probably most youtubers have been (laughs) watching that thing well that's good Uh, then actually yeah so yeah I've, i've had to um
0: i've had to sit through that Okay. A little bit. Okay. Uh but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Have there been any other television things in this time that you've been Since away from Minneapolis? Yeah, I don't think so. Cause I was um because
1: the last time I was here we were talking about it that I was doing uh Sam Morrell's and I's sports show on yeah. Madison Square Garden. In New York there. So that was kind of like the only TV thing that I was doing. But in terms of stand up, I no, I don't think so. Okay. Um because then I did that, and then I wrote on uh, Michelle Wolf's Netflix show, The Brick. So it was, it, there was a lot of writing stuff, so I wasn't so focused on getting uh, back on television with
0: stand-up. Gotcha. Well, yeah, we definitely want to talk about that uh, Michelle Wolf thing. Well, let's talk about that right now. Sure. So what? how... how? Did you you know her from working bribery, with her? A
1: lot of bribery. Yeah? Uh, yeah, no, I know Michelle from, she started, we started, she actually started, she started later than a- After I, you? Yeah, she started after me, <laughs> which is fine, you know, it's fine, everyone, their, their own pace. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so I know Michelle uh, since then. Um, so, you know, I know her as hosting an open mic in Manhattan at 11 o'clock, and she's just my goofy friend. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, she just became incredibly famous. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, she was She was going to do a show on. Correspondence dinner
0: came first before the TV show. No, the
1: correspondence dinner came. uh, The TV show came first. It did. It didn't air yet. But the TV show, her getting the show came first, and then the correspondence dinner happened. So, um, so yeah, it was you know a show like any other where you submit a packet, and you know based on your packet you you know you end up working on the show or not but um you know it helps I would say if a good friend of yours is a person who has sure. chosen her name uh-huh. uh, I'm not saying that's a you know you know she's not gonna just hire a friend she wants to have a successful show more than she just wants to have a good time in a writer's room right so uh, so yeah it, it just kind of
0: worked out what kind of uh- I, what kind of stuff were you entering in a packet to get a job writing for Michelle Wolf's Netflix show? So I think um, if I can remember, it was uh, maybe
1: two pages of uh, kind of monologue jokes based on topics that they wanted us to write about, uh, and then pop there,
0: culture, political,
1: pop culture, political, sports. I think there were like maybe like ten topics, and you could pick and choose whatever you felt compelled to write about on those topics. Sure. Um, I was lucky enough that Michelle's also a sports fan and. And that's, I have a background in that and yeah. I have a passion for that. And I think at the time it was a free agency. So there was just a lot for me to write about. Sure. So, so that, yeah. So that worked in my favor. And then, so there was like two pages of monologue jokes from what I can remember. And then um, maybe four ideas for desk segments or in studio segments. And then one sketch. Okay, so it was kind of involved, but the I mean the monologue stuff that was my forte, and then like you know I put together whatever sketch I put together, and then you know the desk segments were, you know what they were. Sure,
0: sure. Um, And then you said you you attended the White House Correspondence Center that she yeah and helped write. Helped, right? I mean, I probably got a tag
1: on there, man. I didn't. I didn't get much on there. Michelle wrote most of that. Okay. Um, is, that, is that always
0: always the way you've been telling that story? Or no, there, no, that's the truth. <laughs> I, okay. I, I
1: would I would tell you honestly. Um, whatever. I, I mean, had four. No, I had three. I had a tag. No, no, I probably had a, a tag. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I submitted a lot, but um, you know, I politics. They're not really. That's what I want my to know. Strong suit. You what, know? Have
0: they ever been like? No. What has your interest ever been in politics? None.
1: None. Really, whatsoever. I just find it to be incredibly boring. Cause I like sports, and then politics is like boring sports. So it's like, why would I, why would I watch a two senators debate on C-SPAN when I could watch Kawhi and Giannis play against each other? Yeah. they're a lot more exciting than Orrin Hatch and Elizabeth Warren to me. So he can't dunk. Yeah, he can't dunk. She plays terrible defense.
0: Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I didn't really have uh, that, you know, I don't so have much up, interest in that. So when that comes up, she gets, I, I mean, if somebody comes to her and somehow that job forms and then yeah, like, well, hey, you want to help me with this? Why... Kinda of, I mean like she had done her HBO
1: special and that that got a lot of fanfare, um as it should have. Yeah. I mean it's an incredible special. So then she kinda of, she got a lot of notoriety from that and I think Netflix approached her about doing a show um or vice versa. I don't know, kinda of the ins and outs of how that went. Sure. But so then, you know, she gets that and then she needs writers for the show. So, you know, through I think this was emailed probably through my agent, but you know she probably was like, make sure you know Anthony gets this packet to submit. So a bunch of people submitted, and yeah, that was it. Was that your question? I forget if I've answered what,
0: it. Uh, yeah, but uh, m- more specifically for the uh, correspondence dinner. Oh, when you're, okay. When you're, you're uh, you, you get asked to help with that. I mean what what are you bring like what sort of Oh, what? who am I making what okay, am I bringing to the table who am I supposed to make uh, am I making fun of people am I making fun of policy what am I doing yeah, here yeah I did not know yeah. I didn't
1: understand <laughs> I did not know how to write for that at first because like you know you would just email her joke after joke after joke after joke and uh, in the beginning she kind of had a blueprint of what she wanted to do so maybe I would do some punch up on what stuff she already okay, had and sure. then if I had any outside angles I would throw them in I wasn't really well versed in terms of knowing like um specific people to make fun of and how to make fun of them and what to make fun of them for so for me it was a lot of like you know tertiary like just physical stuff because i didn't know about their policies <laughs> she but, was them, seen, yeah, seeing yeah picture. yeah i was okay. like i don't know i think kellyanne conway kind of looks like this right, right but then michelle would be like i can't make fun of anyone's appearance like that's not um but that's all i knew <laughs> so and then there would be kind of thoughtful ideas about politics but that also is in the point of you know it's a roast yeah and um Love. i'm I'm not. uh, My natural inclination isn't to write roast jokes, so... I I didn't know how to write for it, but luckily, uh, Michelle's so skilled on that on her own, and then the other writers did know that, so they could give her uh, jokes that I think were appropriate for the speech. So you were there the night of when she was performing that? <laughs> there the night of. How how close were you were to all the action? So, it's kind of funny, because, I mean, all the writers, they sit the writers at their own table, and, like, it's clearly a fuck you for writing this thing, because the table is behind the stage. We can't see anything <laughs> so yeah i mean we're in the room Perfect. and it's funny because like at first i was going into it with all this excitement just because it was such a uh, just a foreign place to be of and you course. know when you're a fish out of water you're like oh anything goes this is going to be a blast like yeah. in my head all week i was like i'm gonna do body shots off wolf blitzer <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be
0: wild oh, yeah. you know kind of thing and, i'm gonna end up in this hotel room yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. It's just like i'm like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 man um i'm gonna see if wolf is on his driver's license <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i'm gonna rob a liquor store Store with Don Lemon. <laughs> like, just kind of those things, right? So, so, I was all excited, but then you get there and you're in a room with these people, and you're like, "Oh God, you guys are the people that are ruining the country. Mm-hmm. I hate you guys." Yeah, yeah. So the the feeling goes from like effervescent fun to like full hearted. Like I don't know, man. I wouldn't be too upset if a bomb goes off in this room. <laughs> like it'd be all right. Um, so, the front of the room. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, not if, behind the look, stage. If I if it could, if I could not be a if I am, fine, but it'd be great for my mother if I didn't die tonight.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, first, I'm going to get that
1: tattoo with Kelly and Conway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing because there was a – so the correspondence dinner – so we're there two days, and the night before, there is this party, um, and all the people that are – most of the people that are going to attend the dinner are going to this party. And, you know, it's it's – it's you know a free for all kind of party. There, it's set on, it's put on by an agency. So there's some actors that are there. Oh sure. There's media that's there. There's journalists there. We're all there. So you know it, it's a good time. But then yeah, like Kelly and Conway showed up, and it was like Beyonce came to the party. There were all this paparazzi around her, and I, I like it, it turned my stomach because yeah. I was like, she is destroying America, and you guys are treating her like she's Kate Middleton. This is insane. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean. I just got smashed that night. I mean, I was hammered. I was just walking up to old white men and I would be like, look, I voted for you. And I think what you're doing in the 14th district is great. And like politicians, they're, they're just—they're always on in that regard. So they would like—they would always be like, "Thank you very much for or that." A you know what I mean? Thank like you. they would never—they would never say like, "Who are you?" They're just—they're always like, "Oh, I have to know this person." I don't know. This could be the sure the the, the the whoever owns Venmo's son. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I got to just be nice to him. Yeah, yeah. So like they—they're uh, so you can kind of get away with just saying whatever you wanted to these people, Love it. which I was like having a great time doing. And then um, there was a guy, and like this is my knowledge of politics is so small there was a guy that I thought was you remember that guy Rob Bogoyovich? Yeah, he was yeah, a, like a yeah. senator Chicago, from Illinois super yeah. corrupt uh, or mayor of Chicago something like that right so there was a guy and I was like convinced it was him so I was screaming at him the whole night and I'm hammered and I would just yell at him from across the dance floor and I would be like Bogoyevich you son of a bitch <laughs> and, and I think at some point he was like terrified of me because I was I was like wide eyed finger pointing my tie is off you know I'm, I'm just I'm all I look like I'm on a boat you know, yeah. I'm just swaying and uh and then I think it's somebody at some point was like that is not Rob McCoy-Bitch. he's you, in prison you, man yeah, yeah exactly they're like he's in prison you gotta stop yelling at this guy you're scaring the shit out of him but but so that part I was ha- I was having a great time being, uh, you know, being basically whatever like a teenager would do in that situation, yeah. you know. It's um, funny
0: you say that because when you said, oh, I just thought I should make fun of their appearance. Talk about a teenager reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The very like
1: that's the, that's the only tools I had in my arsenal <laughs> to write jokes about because like otherwise I had to like Wikipedia Scott Pruitt. I didn't know who that guy yeah. was, you know. So I'm basically going off of like I don't know. He's got a long chin. Can we do something with that? <laughs> um, so th- so then yeah. So then the next night at the Correspondence Center, and it was interesting to watch. Because, like, at first she started off, she was killing, killing, because she was just going on about Trump. And they, the people there, the media, so they were like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be a Trump slaughter fest. We're going to love it. And then when she made that turn on the media, holding them accountable for them kind of creating this monster— they got they they turned quick. They then they were like she's our hero, and then she was like she's kind of mean, right, everybody? And they just could not hold themselves accountable for what they did.
0: So the night of, did you guys know you had a feeling of what the reaction was? Not really. No,
1: like it just because I had seen other ones. I mean, I loved Colbert's, and you know, it's it's not a great gig. It's a terrible gig because um, it's it's a you know, Trump it's, wasn't there, right? He wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there. But I just thought it was an uncomfortable set. But it's it's always going to be an uncomfortable comfortable set you're roasting the people in front of you and these people they're not they're, they're not comedians so they're they're not going to know how to take it right so i i really didn't think much of it and michelle's so smart she's so she's so careful about not talking about anybody's appearance um so that she couldn't get in trouble for those things uh so that's why i was like oh i think she got away scot-free i think it's really going to look great for her because these were great jokes and she you know she kind of took these angles that i don't think a lot of People were going to, but I did not know that it was going to take this turn where it's like Michelle Wolf is the devil because we were writing the Netflix show at the time. Uh So the next day, we, you know, that was the correspondence dinner was Saturday. We took a train back from DC Sunday. We're all having a great time, laughing on the train, the whole thing. We're like, this is surreal, this isn't bananas. So then Monday, um, we were doing test shows. So for those shows, we would get a series of setups from research to write monologue jokes off of those setups. Okay. Right? So, um... Usually they would be whatever the news of the day is. So the news of the day that day was Michelle. So it's like we we're writing. She's just
0: am yeah. So, glad you're saying so this. We're She's literally
1: in the writers' room, um, and she, you know, she would read through all the monologue jokes that we would write for the day, pick out the one she liked, see what got laughs in the room. All the jokes were about her. Wow. So every setup, she would she Michelle would be like, comedian Michelle Wolf says <laughs> this thing. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> Talk yeah. about surreal.
1: Super surreal, man. Wow. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really odd thing, and, and from me i'm like this is just my
0: friend you know who's now a uh, trending topic on right. twitter i mean you must like that next day were you ever in front of a tv with her and like like cnn or fox news is showing and like yeah dude holy shit we're watching yeah. the reaction live yeah, on tv i would go you know that I would must just be nuts it was
1: nuts man because i would you know i'd go into her office as i normally would to just bullshit with her because it's just a friend of mine sure and then like you know flowers would come in the room and like people would be like oh these are from rachel maddow You know, so it was, I mean, we were just laughing, you know, it was that day was so that Monday was so crazy because we were still writing a show in the midst of all this crazy yeah man. it was it was super insane man crazy but yeah the, the the correspondence center itself it's like the food sucks the every everybody else's speech is boring everybody there works for some kind of like military magazine like oh the, sure the networking that's going on there is unlike most other places uh-huh. where because you know people don't know what you do but you're there so they think you're important so i would just <laughs> be there and people will be like what do you do i'd be like i'm a comedy writer i be like what do you do and they'd be like i you know i sell magazine parts to the saudis or like whatever those things are I'm like, cool dude. Like
0: yeah <laughs> Shipping and receiving? Huh? Okay, sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It was it was a trip for sure. Wow. 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 Yeah.
0: Who did the last one? Do you remember?
1: Um, the uh it, they they stopped having comedians. They did, didn't it, they? it was some author. They're not. Yeah, they're not going to have comedians anymore because of what happened, which is so ridiculous. Wow. Because if she really, the worst thing she said was, I mean, the, <laughs> she made fun of Mitch McConnell's neck, and nobody cared about that. But the Sarah, the Sarah Sanders smokey eye thing was about how she spreads lies. It wasn't about. She said nothing wrong about the smoky eye. <laughs> she just said she has it. Yeah. Like that's just how she does her makeup. And people, people, that was the shitty part. People were like, "She's calling her ugly." It's like, no, you called her ugly. Yeah. She right. wasn't saying that at all you're like she's fat (laughs) like Michelle never mentioned that smoky eyes is just a great term yeah
0: yeah. smoky eyes (laughs) it's mysterious very mysterious um A lot has happened since I uh, did this podcast last, as I said, three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Had two two headliners here at Acme that sold out a lot of shows. you guys have had some weeks, man. A lot of sellouts. (laughs) We had a uh, Kentucky Derby happen, Game of Thrones been going on, Mm -hmm. Avengers. Tim Conway passed away the other day. Who's Tim Conway? The comedy legend, Tim Conway. Man,
1: I'm sorry. I didn't know him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's so interesting. You don't know who uh, the name I don't, doesn't ring a bell.
1: I'm sure if you showed me Carol the work, Burnett. See show. that's the thing. I there is um there's a period in comedy which um going back to Carol Burnett, I would say that I just don't know a lot about. hmm Um and it would be Carol Burnett, the Tim Conway's
0: whatever it is. Oh my dad asked me the other day, he's like, Oh, so he brought he's like, Oh, Tim Conway passed away. He's like you were you a fan of his? And I said, you know, I I I know that he existed. Yeah. Uh but and I think he did some Disney movies when okay. I was a kid. But besides Dorf on Golf, remember that thing? <laughs> Dorf? No, why? no. It was a. Uh, uh, you're, you're 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 a little bit younger than me, but not that much. It was yeah, a uh, thirty-six. Dorf was a uh, character where he it was so. When I describe it, you'd be like, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. (laughs) It was, uh, they sold them on TV, VHS tapes of Tim Conway as Dorf. And he Mm -hmm. would, like, let's say where we are, he could do the character here if there were holes in the floor. Okay. Because it was basically him standing on his knees. And that was the Oh,
1: gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that was the best. When you could just do that, and that's like, you're like a millionaire.
1: You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah if you could get in comedy if you can get in on the ground floor then you didn't have to do much no. now it's gotta be you know most topics have been hit you gotta find a fresh angle <laughs> yeah. on them back then man you could just be a fake football player and it's like you're in movies yeah. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. there was that's what I miss is the amount of occupational comedians that were in the 80s you yeah. know like just so many guys that were like that's Mike the janitor and he's just gonna talk about <laughs> mopping the floors and his nagging wife for an hour right. and that guy has a a four picture deal with Paramount yeah, uh-huh. yeah that was uh, I, I kind of miss that that doesn't exist as much anymore
0: <laughs> I love it oh one other thing sure. he also did vo- the voice of Barnacle Boy on um, Spongebob Squarepants oh okay I know that yeah okay that's cool yeah very cool there we, we got when you connect <laughs> <laughs> you uh and I'm gonna ask this it has nothing to do with comedy but I, oh, brought, yeah. I asked it up the, I asked the last three guests I did on here sure. and I, all of them couldn't care less game of thrones <laughs> no i'm a giant fan are you yeah okay, i'm a well, huge
1: fan you're the first yes. in
0: a month that gives a shit about Game of
1: Thrones. <laughs> yeah i'm a big fan and everyone's very very mad about this season i don't know i i i think it's great um i'm i've been very entertained i've been very moved i find it to be very emotionally compelling yeah but uh you know i don't know people make their points and i hear them out and they seem like good points but i don't care yeah i love it uh-huh
0: yeah yeah uh, I saw. I read a thing today that some someone's getting a petition going to redo this yeah. final season. I heard that there's going to be a Kickstarter.
1: It's like yeah, it's so dumb. It's not going to happen. And also too, that's like the Kickstarter you're going with right now. You know, I'm not a big. All these other things are happening, but it's like, yeah, it does seem like all you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like oh yeah, put that up against like whatever Haiti or Puerto Rico. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, sure uh, Alabama. Like, I'm sure they're like, we don't need power. Make sure you, yeah, we didn't like how Jon Snow was this season well sorry we haven't been able to watch because we can't turn anything on um, yeah yeah right Alabama <laughs> like all that abortion shit it's just like I don't know Daenerys has gone rogue and we don't like it it's like shut up I like sweet Daenerys this yeah is bullshit It's so stupid and it's, it's just never gonna happen yeah you did you amount of money that you're gonna put in where HBO is gonna be like we hear you and we're gonna do a whole new season right right it's retarded uh,
0: <laughs> no the only thing that I my only complaint is that it's gonna be done. I don't want it to be done. Yeah, same. I don't That's want like, it to
1: be done, and I feel like it's gonna to be tough to resolve all these things within another hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Or two hours or whatever it may Ab- be. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll say too, I what I like, um, the Game of Thrones Veep back to back was perfect television.
0: Oh I see I don't want to,
1: to me. Oh really? Yeah. Oh Veep is I might I might be the, like the funniest show of the last like ten years or yeah, something like that. I, I veep hear that does all an time. amazing thing in terms of they are so um, i guess non-politically correct um and they're allowed to be because they're all in the world of politics so you already assume these people are evil so then when they say things that are inherently evil you're like of course and sure. they can get away with it yeah, yeah. if it was something else you'd be like ooh, that was I, I, you can't say that you know what i mean that i have issues but when it's like you know i don't know secretary general that's saying it you're like yeah i assume that's a bad person right, right. so <laughs> yeah. well of course they'd say that shit <laughs> um so yeah they've done like
0: a genius thing
1: but that's was, a good endorsement
0: for Veep, coming from someone who we just have talked about is not really into politics.
1: Yeah, but they they handle it in a way that I'm like, I, I think from someone who's very ignorant about politics and is very skeptical of it, would be like, oh, that's how I imagine yeah, it sure. to be, okay. so it plays out perfect as to what's in my head. Yeah. Um, but Game of Thrones, Veep back to back was great, because Game of Thrones is so it's so emotional. At least I find it to be, and I, I, I get so overwhelmed by it, that Veep is a perfect palate cleanser for that. Okay. So, now it's just turnover. And that's, yeah, it's, it's not a laugh riot. <laughs> no, turns I haven't, out, I haven't, I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that. I didn't, uh, I haven't delved in yet. It's great.
0: I mean, my we, well, girlfriend and I watched a couple episodes. Great acting, but yeah, you're like Jesus Christ. And now here's the toughest question I'm gonna hit you with. Sure. Do you pay for HBO or do you steal somebody else's mm. uh, password?
1: Steal. steal? I don't know where from. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have No idea. I what happened if What would happen if your uh, computer uh, reset? To you had to, Would you know the password? No, no. not at all.
1: I've done it. It's happened, and I just. I'm like, well, I can't use HBO Go now. <laughs> But luckily, on our TV, it stays for whatever reason, so we're good. But it's happened on the computer and iPad where I'm like, well, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. And as someone who, you uh, I mean, you must have got a paycheck from Netflix when you were doing the writing mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there a, is there a uh, do you get a Netflix? Did you already have Netflix? Did they I give it to you? I already had Netflix.
1: They yeah. didn't give us uh, free accounts or anything like okay. that. They paid us in. Uh, they paid us some money. They were good about there
0: it. There was enough to pay, pay for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing well <laughs> enough where they could pay me a little bit. All right, fair enough. That's good. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. I'm a Netflix yeah. fan. I want to know that they're paying out at least 16 a month. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're saying,
1: yeah. They're like, yeah, we had a pretty good subscriber month, so we're gonna pay you. They, they are. It's interesting to work on something like that though because i mean that was my first i mean that was my first writer's room like real comedy job yeah um i mean you know sam and i sports show there was sam myself stavros Talkius writing a show basically just riffing over the phone to each other you yeah. know what i mean joke so it was like it was pretty loose this was a real um structured sort of a, a show michelle show um but netflix since it's digital they they can work around pay scale where there's like a there's a minimum you have to hit for working on like a network television show, okay. but because Netflix it, it exists in this strange space, they can actually pay you a little bit less because it's technically digital. Which isn't that yeah, I know, and you're like Netflix, really? Like you guys aren't doing all right, I guess.
0: It, that's interesting that they can uh, do, that. and then like the but then YouTube people are freaking making. A killing because they can throw their own ads in there. Yes, you know that's the difference. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. huh. but that's what's cool. I mean, I like where comedy said it in terms of this uh, more DIY approach actually paying off.
0: Well, this that is a perfect time for us to then uh, now talk about your podcast and the fact you guys oh, do sure. patreon now
1: yeah we started doing patreon we i mean we've been doing our podcast for like six or seven years it had always been inconsistent it always i mean we took a summer off this was totally my fault when, when greg and i uh greg stone who i do the po- podcast with um were we, because we, we both worked on uh, the break michelle's show oh okay so I was like some we're taking a summer break not realizing that we have these patreon subscribers who are like well I pay five bucks a month for you guys to do episodes no you did not yeah I just it was a it was a dick move and I just I was just, I just didn't see it you know what I mean I would have never done that purposely I just didn't so, see it. so that. they're
0: getting five
1: bucks taken out of their account every month they were okay but then and we, we I didn't think we ever saw that you could make money off a podcast and not that we're doing extremely well now we're doing okay but um so we were just the podcast was sporadic people loved it who were into it we had a great time doing it because it was totally uncompromised um but then i think at some point after the show ended we got serious about being like oh we're gonna do an episode's gonna come out every tuesday we're gonna do a patreon episode that also comes out on a thursday so since then um yeah it's been it's been a really uh in terms of comedic experiences it's been like the most pure to me um so now we, yeah we have video we you know we've got like a full operation the video is only for people uh no the video uh, the video's is on youtube for anyone anyone can watch the regular episode oh, for the on bonus youtube apps. but for the for the bonus apps we do video and that's available through patreon and then the normal video comes uh the patreon video or the normal video sorry comes out early for patreon subscribers
0: i uh has anyone done the one hundred per month?
1: Well, oh, no one's done the no one's done the one hundred per month. I, I think it's we send full nudes, right? It
0: says, uh, yeah. What are you a doctor? <laughs> yeah, Greg wrote that. <laughs> one hundred per month. One of the dudes will send you nudes, yeah. if you uh, sponsor for a hundred dollars. It's not happening. It hasn't happened
1: yet. And do you know who would be sending the nudes? I think Brendan would—you'd uh, want Brendan to be sending
0: okay. the nudes. I don't think anyone's asking for my or Greg's body. Well, I'll tell you. I, yeah, I just listened to you on—I don't remember if it was your podcast or a different one I listened to you on, and there was five minutes of body hair talk.
1: Pro, yeah, that, that could have been the Rad cast. It's yeah. a pretty freewheeling operation. Uh-huh. There's no—you're uh, <laughs> not going to get anything intelligible from
0: that podcast. <laughs> Uh, Adam ruins everything. Was the guest on the most? The oh most yeah, recent Conover one. did it last week. Yeah, yeah, good guy, man. Listen to that one; it was he, good. He's a great
1: dude. He's someone. Um he, yeah, just known him from doing open mics forever. And then uh, got, he got a show, True TV. I think the show is phenomenal. I think it's super inventive. Yeah. Um, and re- really, really, uh, it's, just, it's just like nothing I've seen really on television before.
0: Hey, so uh, your first uh, set is tonight, this week. First right? set did network not work last night. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I called, uh, when I was texting to the, one of the managers at the club here this week, like, hey, are we... Are we confirmed to do a podcast and which day? And I knew that you weren't starting until Thursday. I thought, well, we're probably going to have to do it Friday. And then, oh, oh, no. Right. He came in town a day early. Yeah. Thursday's good. They, Why'd you come in town a day early?
1: Well, I, they had me come in town a day, I think, to do um,
0: press. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, but perfect. it's nice.
1: Like my, like I was saying, my, my girlfriend's uh, my girlfriend's family, she has uh, some family that lives in Minnesota. Oh. And we've been dating for five and a half, six years as it is. So they've become my family as well. So they... they You know, last time I was here, they came out to every show. It'd be a different family member at each show. Oh wow! So, which is great, but it's I can't really hang out with them. You know what I mean? I talk for an hour and they listen, and then we go our separate ways. Sure, that's not a quality time. So it was nice to have the night yesterday to you know actually we went out to dinner. We you know we had a couple drinks. It was a it was a very uh, it was a very enjoyable time. Oh, right on. Yeah.
0: So if you weren't doing uh, the podcast with me today, which I really appreciate, Mm -hmm. what? Or no, let's just throw out all media. Um, What would you be doing today?
1: Um, Let's see. I mean, I woke up. I, I got work done. I wrote, stand up. So then I right now, I'd probably just be eating lunch. I mean, and I think I'm going to try to go to the sculpture garden today, Uh, and I'll probably just walk around. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do on the road, especially in like a city like this where there's just, there's a ton to do. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably just walk around for the day. I might even hit the gym later. i maybe take a nap. I, I
0: don't know. <laughs> nap. There you go. Yeah. Put that number one. On. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of naps. Yeah, they're great. Uh, I In my research, I saw that you were just in, I saw a Reddit interview you did with somebody from Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Is that I was where you were Lincoln, last in Lincoln, Nebraska
1: last weekend. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun time. First time, man. right? First
0: time, and I was very
1: excited. Because I, mean, I don't know, I get excited to be in any capital uh, sure. city in a state, and Lincoln was super cool. I didn't realize that it was um, pretty much uh, where I was and where the club was, like, was in the University of Nebraska campus. Yeah, I know nothing. Super adjacent to it okay so that was I mean that was great because I I mean I grew up a college football fan so to see you know the stadium Tom Osborne Tommy Frazier like all those those guys yeah so yeah it was really really fun Nebraska, I had a great time, man.
0: Okay, yeah, I had to get your reaction to a first visit to. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, and, and the the crowds were great. Like they, it was it was funny because you could see clear as day. And I'm not super divisive as a comic, you know. I lean left, but you could see people in the crowd who were just like, okay, you're clear as day. That's as right as you could get. You know what I mean? Like America T-shirt, big eagle on it. Um, you know, make America great hat again. Where I'm like, oh, this could be trouble. You oh, know, okay. but they were they were. Always was they were great they were they were super like we'll take the hits and we'll we'll, we'll be fine with it
0: uh Kohl's, you know the department store Kohl's. I do. They sell. I don't know. I'm doing a little advertisement for Kohl's. Here. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, I wonder where we're at it here. <clears> uh, <throat> do you? Are you a fan of Kohl's Cash? No. Um, <laughs> the the shirts with the eagles on them. I have sure. three in my oh, collection really? that are compl- I wear completely ironically. You're we wearing an eagle shirt right now. Oh no, this is oh, this that's is uh, actually is that a, a hawk? This is probably a raven. This oh, is it's like a, raven. a okay, uh, yeah. artist rendition. Game of nice Thrones t-shirt. Actually. Ah, oh, the thread raven. Yeah. From, oh, cool man. From a website. T-Fury from a few years ago. This okay. shirt's like three years old. Gotcha. But well, you have a, a couple ego Eagle but shirts. I, but I, I mean, I love America. Mm-hmm. Go, go bless America. However- Who
1: doesn't? Right. However-
0: Number one, baby. I, I, wear, <laughs> I have three over-the-top, obnoxious shirts right. that I paid $5 for. From Col- <laughs> no, two of them were $5. One was two $2.50. $2. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking love those shirts. Yeah. And I wear them completely ironically. Right. Yeah. So- they exist. I don't have a mega hat to go with it. But,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. This guy, if he was being ironic, that's a full commitment. Right, yeah. He committed with the goatee, body
0: type. He did it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, too, that's too far. That's too far. That's way too far. Uh, did you... Jeez, I just turned the light on my camera here. Did you... Or my phone. Did you see the story about uh, Ahmed, Ahmed doing no. comedy? You know who that is, yeah. right? He was doing comedy over the weekend... And got the cops called, the, a guy called the cops about the, stuff he was talking about on stage. He called the cops? They thought he how was- could, what, How could, what, how do you call that in? Uh, I'm going to read some of this. I, I printed there, I have this on my uh, iPad here. Comedian Ahmed Ahmed describes what happened during a show at Off the Hook Comedy oh, in Club. in Naples. So have you worked there? No. I think I'm there in December or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well- do you want to cut this out? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. He was there um, just um, on May 10th. Okay. When when you were in Nebraska, he mm-hmm. was in Florida. And uh, his performance Saturday uh, prompted a man who attended to call 911 the next day. <laughs> the next day. Oh, the next day. Next he day. waited. How much of an emergency is it then? Good point, right? He he was too impatient to look up the non-emergency number. Just patch me through. You want to take this or put me through? Whatever. Uh, He called uh, 911 the next day to complain about the comedian asking how many Middle Eastern people were attending.
1: Oh, my God. He says, after the show. Oh, my God. I, yeah,
0: I know. After the show, he says, I was shaking everybody's hand and thanked them and did a meet and greet. My uh, my point is, terrorists don't do meet and greets. We yeah. don't say death to America, but can we take a selfie first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I wear skinny jeans and a T-shirt on stage. Terrorists don't do that. Yeah, terrorists also don't do comedy. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, right. That's just, I mean... Yeah, name one funny a terrorist. Yeah, look, I've
1: watched all their YouTube videos. <laughs> and, you know, ISIS's broad material about marriage is horrendous. <laughs> you want to talk about a? You know when you're chopping head off and...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got... Um, the 911 call, call, the man begins, this is the quote, they, they have the audio, this is it, transcribed. There was a comedian whose name was Ahmed Ahmed, the name is Middle Eastern. The first thing he said when he got on the stage was, how many Middle Eastern people do we have here? And a whole bunch of people raised their hand. And he said, where are you from? I'm from Iraq, I'm from Iraq, I'm from Pakistan, I'm from here, I'm from there, he said. That's great, we could organize our own little terrorist organization. Yeah. I don't think that was right, and that really bothered me. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he was making a joke. You don't think you went to a comedy club. You think
1: he was really like, I'm going to take this time to organize everybody. Right. Now that I got you here. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Now that's insane. Yeah. Well, that, you know, that gives me some hope
0: going into my December shows uh, (laughs) there. (laughs) I love the the response from the emergency dispatcher. Uh, Yes, sir. I can understand that. uh, I can understand that in this environment. And I well and I yelled yeah and the paddy wagon is going to be outside to get all of you what oh my god yeah i see yeah it's
1: like if you're a nine one one it's like well how do you feel that funk it's like I don't even know where to point you in the direction of to make this call it's like you know I don't know call your other racist friend you you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're not the Person, you should call, and uh, I don't know anywhere else you should go. There is, man. When I used to work uh, at the Apple Store, people kind of—I mean, they wouldn't do that—but um, I used to work the phones like a little bit customer service. Worst oh, jobs around. It's, it's, it's horrible. One time, this lady called in. It was an old lady, and she just goes, "My computer fell on my head. <laughs> I don't know what to do." And it was just like, "Pick it up." Yeah, I, well, where did you mean to call the hospital?
0: What <laughs> What is this about? Right. <laughs> Uh, so funny. <laughs> <hope> she's okay. <laughs> was the computer okay? Or was she okay? Uh, I th- everything was fine. <laughs> I think. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I got uh, t- to to th- to end this uh, little thing about Ahmed. Ahmed. Sure. They are actually inviting him uh, back to do another show. Yeah, Um, of course. They're offering the caller two free tickets to uh, May 22nd show. They're bringing him back. Oh, the the caller himself. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? That's a weird thing. If the guy who made the call is reading this article or listening to this podcast, I'd like to offer you two tickets to the show and uh, give him a big old jolly American hug. I'll even buy him a shot terrorists don't buy people shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that
1: is kind of sweet. You know what I mean? Maybe that is the move. At first, I was like, why do you want this guy in the crowd? You know, but, you no know, it's, a, it's a nice thing. Yeah. Good for him.
0: And honestly, uh, it's good pub for Ahmed Ahmed. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially when you offer the tickets. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's a solid move. Hey, Adam Ray, comedian, was here a couple weeks ago, and he played in the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game this oh, year. Oh,
1: cool. Man.
0: Would that, that not be a dream come true for you? That would be
1: a dream come true. That yeah. would, yes. If comedy could deliver that, I can't think of any other thing I'd really
0: want. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be incredible. Yeah. Oh, my God. He explained how he he somehow became friends with uh, Silver, the commissioner oh really yeah i met him once you did yeah why well, didn't you drop the? i mean a uh, little hint man
1: i we should have done that a little yes. dribbling
0: spin a ball <laughs> do have, Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: grab the nearest ball look at me adam um <laughs> 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 no we were at uh yeah sam and i msg hooked us up with uh t- like you know uh kind of courtside ballerish tickets to uh celtics Knicks game maybe a couple years ago and we got to go to the you know the you know, wherever the boxy people go, you know, eating food, there's all kinds of celebrities yeah. around. Like Action Bronson's there. Um, uh, nah, Rock Kim is there. Um, what's his name that was in that movie Baby Driver? Ansel Elgort So you got all these Like famous people there Sam and I are there We're like Oh this is wild That we're here This is cool And then Adam Silver Was there Because it was a TNT game And, um, And this is back Before Porzingis got hurt And like you know So this is a big game And Sam and I Were so starstruck Like I've never been I didn't care about All those other people I was like That's Adam Silver And then we met him I shook his hand and he kind of grazed my arm in a way that I was like, I'm still, are you flirting with me? Like (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, man. Yeah. Um, and he's a tall dude. You don't, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's been likened to slender man in terms of appearance. And when you see him, you're like, he's a dead ringer, but he is a tall, tall dude. And he's super skinny. So it even elongates him more. Uh But, uh, yeah, man. Oh, that's so cool that he got to play in the uh, All-Star game. And he, he became friends with
0: Adam Silver? Mm-hmm. How does that happen? I, uh, he explained. It was at some other NBA function. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That would be the coolest, man.
1: Um, some I'm of a- those guys, you watch those games and you're like, damn, like... Um, I think one of the guys from Migos was like, "Yeah, you're really, like you're very good." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like MVP a couple of years ago. Yeah. Baller. <laughs> I was yeah. I was watching. I was watching some doc. It was like an old Netflix documentary last night about AAU basketball, and they were just showing clips of uh the the rapper of the game. Remember oh, him yeah. years ago? Yeah. And they were showing clips of him in the Drew League, and I was like, he. I was like, this guy's
0: great. I, I Like, man, yeah, I was really impressed. What's the uh, tonight? I like, for example, I have. Um like old man drinking league softball Okay, that I'm going to play so right right what's the most and it's not athletic really at <laughs> yeah all. I, I, I understand uh, what's the quote unquote most athletic thing you're doing these days
1: I'll play similar um, or no I've been we've been trying to work out with a personal trainer once oh, a week oh. a friend of ours comes to uh, my girlfriend and I's apartment and uh, she'll work us out we got like a little backyard uh, it's interesting when you work uh, out with a friend because you can just stop them whenever. She'll be like, "Do another set," and we're like, nah, fuck off, Mara!" Like, no, we're not. You know, like, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to impress you. I don't care. Right,
0: right, right. <laughs> so it's pretty great. This, this, these aren't OTAs. I've not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does that matter to me? Here, 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 here. Coach isn't cracking a whip. Yep, yep. here. Right on. Right on. Um, looking over my notes here, I don't want to miss sure. anything that we've talked about last night. I had a uh, first world problem. Uh, put a load of wet clothes in the dryer. Okay, it was on for like three minutes, and I heard this boom. And I run upstairs, and it's still making noise, but it's no longer spinning. So what happened? So, well, I looked up a YouTube video, took the top off, and a a belt broke. Oh, yeah. Ah, jeez. Yeah. And that was just you just put the belt in the dryer, and it just broke. No, 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 no. The belt that makes the the drum. the... That's how much inside. I know about stuff inside. Belts can break. Yeah. A rubber.
1: Oh, a thing broke. Is it?
0: So is that dangerous? (laughs) uh i think if we would not have been home and that just kept running and not spinning okay knows what that could have led to Uh i know when i opened the door it was so fucking hot like oh okay so are you a pretty handy guy does that freak you out or anything I pretend like I can fix <laughs> some things like that. You seem like a guy who could fix some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. YouTube videos has helped me for the first. Yeah, now I'm going to buy amount. the belt and, and try to replace it. And. Yeah,
1: I like a low a low pressure house maintenance kind of job. I like it. Makes me feel it makes me feel like a man for sure. Yeah, and I'm also like, oh, it's 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 not enough where this is out of my comfort zone. Like I think I can pull it off. Yeah, like I had to hang uh, I had to hang art the other day in our apartment and the fact that i got it done i was like so proud of myself level yeah use the level but then um level and then every
0: time the level was off so i, th- I just eyeballed it <laughs> fuck this eyeball yeah this level's broken <laughs> yeah 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 i can uh. see straight <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it i love it are you uh are you selling? Did you bring your album along? Did you sell anything after the yeah, shows? Yeah, I brought. Um, Comedy
1: Central hooked me up with all these download cards. Download gives, cards. Yeah, they give. They look like tiny paintings. Um, oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're just little. I eh, Never know sizes, but they're they're baseball cardy size uh, cards. And the the artist that did the cover for my album, um, when it's on that little you know card, it kind of yeah, it just looks like a miniature painting. Oh really? Uh, so I I put up a little easel and I <laughs> I do a whole presentation. But yeah, I bought them, and it gives you I don't know iTunes link. I um, sure. sell them for like ten bucks. It's a case if I remember, I'll say it. Uh, but sometimes I forget.
0: What uh, have you ever had when you're not the headliner? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a headliner say, "I don't want you"? I've been seeing this on like Adam Newman said something about a few weeks ago oh, on Twitter okay. about you know when I, he's like, "Fuck a headliner that tells somebody yeah. opening for him not to sell stuff." Do whatever you want have you ever experienced that uh
1: i don't think so i've heard stories about it i've never experienced it but it's like yeah look i'm the headliner and if if they don't want to buy whatever i did then like you know then i didn't do my job unless you know unless it other extenuating circumstances and if they want to buy something from you that's great man you did really well then yeah. you know so no i don't have any problems with that whatsoever yeah. Yeah, good. um it's it's always a weird transition because you do like a you know almost an hour or so of jokes and then for two minutes you have to turn into a salesman and then go right back into jokes. So yeah. I try to I don't know I try to make it that part be over as quick as possible and throw in a joke that I think is funny within the sales pitch and get right back into Oh, There stuff. you go. Yeah.
0: What uh, you mentioned Apple Store was that your last job before full time comedy? Um yeah. It was non-comedy job. Yes, no. it uh, it was that I kind of. I, I yeah, I got
1: this comedy job while I was working at the Apple store, and at the time, the job paid well enough to kind of float me to not have to go back to having a day job until I became a full-time stand-up.
0: Right on. Yeah right on how much do you have on the books for the rest of the year um i think it's pretty decent so i
1: got my own stuff and then i'll open for michelle on the road so both those things kind of keep me busy and then <clears throat> like some stuff like i'm doing uh the montreal or oh actually i'm not supposed to talk about this yet but <laughs> that, sorry we can um, cut that out. yeah no i mean it's fine <laughs> i barely mentioned it it's okay <laughs> um but uh yeah so a good amount is on the books. It's been nice cuz when we didn't when I was working on the show we didn't know if it was going to get brought back so I couldn't really book road stuff oh. because then I would have had to cancel those weekends. So when we found out that it wasn't then I was able to really work the road again. Okay. But that's, I mean stand up that's my favorite thing to do in comedy.
0: Hey when when you found out that the Michelle Wolf show wasn't coming back mm-hmm. did you find out was it an awkward way to find it out like did you see yeah. it on twitter first before somebody called you yeah uh, she texted us
1: basically being like it's not coming back and i think the w- however netflix handled that was handled really wrongly oh but i don't remember i think people i think writers not myself but other writers were finding out on twitter before they found out from uh, our showrunner and stuff like that so however netflix handled that was really really badly yeah that sucks
0: yeah, did you see? Um, I don't think we've even talked about it. But we did the first time you're we here. You're originally from New Jersey. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there's somebody, you know, one of these list places on the internet put out this list within mm-hmm. the last week about sexy accents. Did you? Oh see yeah. This? No. And it was like uh, they. I have some of it saved here. This is one of the last things I want to bring up to your attention here. But Yeah. Oh, so it was the top. Oh, I don't know how many did they do here. Fifty. Okay, they're not. They're not all just like states. They're right, re- right. Regional. Okay? Gotcha. So, like fiftieth on this list is Long Islander, right? Oh, really? People from uh, Long Island. Yeah, it says might be a bit upset with being voted having America's least sexiest accent. Um, so, where do you think New Jersey is? On I bet this
1: New list? Jersey is like. uh... Ah, see, that's
0: rough because then if Long Island's fifty, it doesn't bode well for the Jersey accent. Well, how about should I tell you before you answer that? Okay, so if that, if that was fifty, number one, yeah, is helps. Texan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: Wow. I would not. I would have said. I mean, I love a southern, like a like a Georgia southern accent sure um i think that's probably my favorite all right so i would say jersey maybe is a number eight a 49 (laughs) (laughs) god damn it
0: you bastard (laughs) you set me up when you did that texas thing i did i did oh man uh it says uh 49th new jersey north Jerseyan. think coffee and drop the r's yeah. South I mean, Jerseyan, it's more like the Philly accent, yeah. but not close enough to bring up Jersey's overall sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Philly's accent's so sexy? You're out of your mind. Philly's
1: is way worse than a North Jersey accent. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. If you're Bam Marjera talk,
0: it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic <laughs> Well, uh, in, in uh, Full disclosure here, coming in Where's, at, uh, yeah, where's Minnesota? Coming in at 48. <laughs> yeah, I could See that. For real. I can't, yeah, man
1: Minnesota, 48. <laughs> yeah, that Minnesota Accent. I was in, uh yeah, I was in what was I? I was in Edmonton like a month ago, and uh, I was I was doing a show at a comedy club in a mall. Oh, so yeah. during the day, I would just get high and walk around the mall all day. That's what I did every day. And it was like it was a, the whoever runs the Mall of America, they same made guy. yeah same Rick Bronson
0: right yeah
1: um oh yeah but the, whoever made the mall that's what I mean
0: oh it is the same company yeah as yeah all yeah Carmesian yeah. Brothers yeah, or something some, like that.
1: yeah 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 some mm-hmm. kind of slick name um yeah they they made the uh, West Edmonton Mall so I just, I, I would walk in. I I'd get high and I'd walk into every store, really explore the mall. And I was in a sex shop, one of them in the mall. And then there's. We don't have that. Oh, in the Mall of America? I don't believe so. Yeah, they have one in Edmonton. Okay, they're more they're looser up there, yeah. you know. So I'm there and uh, I overheard this like Canadian couple talking about bondage and it was like the most like Canadian, you know what I mean? Like she was like, "Oh, I think I think that would hurt me, Mary." And it was like, "I don't know about that, Doug." And I tried that riff on stage and I was like, you know, I was doing real I was doing well with all these just like mall riffs and I did that one and everyone in the crowd was like, "Well, that's just how we talk, eh?" So I don't know why that's so funny. I was like, oh, right.
0: You dick. Yeah, exactly. I was like,
1: I'm an asshole, man. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, why is he making fun of mm-hmm. us? Yeah, it's I'm like, oh, right. It's not funny to you. No. Hey, dear,
0: where do you think I'm going to stick that? Yeah. It, it, was, it was so hard not to laugh. Oh, that's so great! <laughs> do they have a uh, pot's legal up there now? Do they, mm-hmm. they, have, do they have pot shops in the? They do in their mall. Um, it, there wasn't one in the
1: mall, but there were ones around, and that definitely makes uh, it an easier stay, especially if you're doing like Canada in the winter. It definitely I imagine so. It makes your weekend a lot easier. Yeah,
0: and then you come to Minnesota and have to find a hookup
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i really don't think about it in a, in a place like minneapolis it's like the furthest thing from
0: my mind just because there's other things to do right on you know right on my uh my wife's friend is using you know the cbd is everywhere nowadays. yeah my wife's friend is using it for some um you know joint pain or something sure uh and she was apparently complaining to my wife Last night, that you know, she's like, you know, it's expensive, and it seemed to be working, but my husband keeps using it, and we're like, does he not know that? It's not, <laughs> right, right. He's not getting high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does yeah. He think he's getting high?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My husband keeps using it and uh, listening to music, and yeah. being like, I think I hear it different. Right, right. Yeah, I'm all into Pink Floyd and stuff. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. that's, laughs> doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, sport. Is there sports gambling in New York? these days uh, i'm not sure i've never been much of a gambler not, thing?
1: not my thing uh yeah i i don't know it always was too uh, anxiety inducing for me sure the game itself is already you know exciting enough to throw in money just as too much yeah because then also too it's like i don't want to have i don't i don't want to have my life affected by like malcolm brogdon you know what i mean where then i'm like that that shouldn't it just the shouldn't last be last guy on the bench
0: like that type of thing
1: yeah <laughs> or just like in general for me to have like animosity towards him to be like you're the reason you know you're the yeah. reason i can't pay my rent it's yeah, like yeah. he
0: why it's stupid yeah he was trying yeah he was yeah, exactly. trying to screw me yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That I got to be like Kyle Lowry ruined my life. And it's like that's just a guy trying to hit shots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Like, Did you care uh I clearly watched the Toronto
0: Milwaukee game last night. <laughs> <time. laughs> Do you have any thoughts on the uh future of the New York Knicks? Uh, boy it's in, dicey in man.
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's dicey uh it uh it, Wasn't just, it supposed to be a trade that didn't happen it and? never looks good because they're the knicks i mean the fact that the history of the new york knicks and they're in new york and it's maybe the most coveted city in the world and that they can't have a successful basketball team is uh, it's insane yeah. i mean the garden sells out every night and they're, they they're one of the worst teams in the league if not the
0: worst just the place to be yeah, but it, not to watch great basketball. Yeah, you
1: just you uh it's yeah, I don't I don't know man. I I I I I They have the third pick in the draft, and free agency is looking good this year, and players have already said how they want to come to New York, and they're going to find a way to fuck it up. (laughs) They're going to.
0: Hey, just uh, one more thing about when you were saying you you got the sweet tickets real close to the court and everything. I was Mm -hmm. listening to Howard Stern for the last couple weeks. He had Tracy Morgan on. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about sitting up close at the game. He's right there. And Howard was like, yeah, I look back, I'm like, I better be – front row like i know where my status is in, in celebrity world and sure. i'm front row tracy you're front row and but do you look back and see who's sitting behind you or who maybe used to sit up close to you and <laughs> now funny. is
1: five rows back yeah that's funny yeah i know tracy tracy's front row and he's looking back and saying crazy shit to you the whole game and you're
0: like i don't know you you yeah. know what i mean well that was howard's thing he's like i'm sitting there watching you watch the game and you're like yelling to the players he yells, yeah and they know what you're talking about but you're yeah. using like
1: slang Kind of. Yeah. he. Does. I mean, dude, I watched him because he's, uh, he's promoting something. So he was on uh, Stephen A. Smith's uh, okay. show maybe like last week trying to talk about the NBA playoffs. And it was just like, Tracy, we get it. You're a passionate guy. You love New York. You love basketball. But you are out of your element here. Because <laughs> they were like doing real analysis. He was like, I don't know. Like, I just think Kawhi's got big shoulders. Yeah, right. And he was like, that doesn't. He was just like, broad shoulders, walk into a room, break a door. He got like, the drip bro yeah and you're like yeah so that's why they're gonna win that's the reason that's the game plan tonight tracy yeah <laughs> but yeah no i mean that guy's one of the like he might be the most naturally funny guy of all time <laughs> isn't that awesome yeah it's so cool <laughs> it is
0: uh anything else we should be mentioning before we uh no wrap that's so it. people come buy tickets to come see your shows yeah
1: there? come out this weekend i mean this is uh one of my favorite clubs in the whole entire country
0: and come out these are great shows support a great club Exactly. I like the way you put that. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Cool, man. Come see Anthony DeVito. Awesome. Boom. We're done.